G'day, my name is Matt Sharp, and I'm from Sharp Property Buyers. Real people, real community, real estate agents. Let me introduce Matt Sharp. Matt is the founder and director of Sharp Property Buyers, which is an investment buyers agent service on the Central Coast. Matt holds a real estate license and is also a proud member of PIPA, the Property Investment Professionals of Australia, and is recognised as a qualified property investment advisor. Matt's experience and local market knowledge sets him apart from the rest. He knows every inch, corner and crevice of the Central Coast. In addition to his property expertise, Matt has great relationships with many of the local sales agents, tradespeople and services. It's a Help Me Buy Property, episode four of the podcast. Let me introduce your host, Craig Fisher. Craig Fisher with Matt Sharp. Matt, g'day, mate. How are you going? G'day, Craig. Very Good. well, thanks, mate. Thanks for coming today, mate. So, mate, just let's start. A bit about your story. Tell us. Thanks, mate. Well, um, look, grew up here on the Central Coast. Um, moved around a little bit um, once I sort of turned 18. You know, went up to Newcastle, lived up there for a couple of years playing rugby league. Oh, yeah. Um, went up to Queensland as well, played rugby league up there, and then come back to the Central Coast um, for a few years and then then lived abroad in New York for, for a short period as well in 2016. Okay, cool. But, um, yeah, mate, grew up on the coast. Obviously, um, didn't always have property as a as a profession um, in my sights, mm. um, but was certainly always interested from a very, very young age. I think I started saving for my first property at the age of around 17 and or 18 um, with my brothers. Together, we all had a joint savings account. And yeah, nice. um, after sort of uh, five or six years, you know, we, we developed a pretty substantial nest egg there where we decided to, you know, I decided to, to commit and, and buy the property. One of my other brothers was living overseas at the time. He did what he wanted to do and the other brothers did some other things with business and whatnot, but um, managed to buy the first property at around 24. And ever since then, you know, just had a, a serious bug um, for this for this property industry that we're in. And I guess over the years, continue to, to build um, my knowledge and, and build my own property investment portfolio, um, both here um, on the Central Coast and interstate, mm. um, as well as obviously holding holding my previous position. Um, and yeah, I guess the, the interest just continued to grow and, and, you know, I became more aware of what other services were out there within the industry outside mm. of a, a sales agent. And, um, you know, the buyer's agent thing certainly grabbed me and it was something that I sort of explored and monitored uh, probably for around two years prior to actually engaging to go and get my real estate license and then look to launch my business. So, yep. um, yeah, I guess that's a little bit of a crash course of the last sort of 15 years, mate, really Boom. quickly yeah. in 50 yeah. seconds. <laughs> so, and, and so tell me, the inspiration behind creating Sharp? Um Look, what, what was it that grabbed you? Was it what was it? Was there a niche in the market you saw? Was it uh, your experiences as a buyer with with agents? What was the what was the catalyst that got you to move forward to that? Yeah, it's a good question. There's probably there wasn't just one thing. Um, there was probably a few things. So, I guess it's probably no surprise that you know for every good story with property investing um, or even experience with with sales agents you know there's probably 10 horror stories right everyone's got a horror story from a sales agent that ripped them off or or an investment that went really bad yeah (laughs) yeah all that sort of stuff and even even the investment stuff just uneducated uneducated people investing 
um, you know, from a property spruker at a at a buy now or forever um, miss out property out the back oh, yeah. of Queensland somewhere. And you know, as I become more educated, I become more aware and, and understood that there were actually independent advisors within this space that were doing incredible things. Right, some of them are now my mentors and, and even friends, which I'm incredibly proud of. Oh, that's cool. But um, that's basically where it started for me. And and I guess at 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 the point there, I was a huge advocate for, you know, doing your own education. Like what, like I used to just absorb podcasts. I'd listen to audiobooks. I'd read books. Like I've got, honestly, it's like a library at home with how many property books I've got, um, you know, from industry leaders um, here in, here in Australia. But I guess I was huge on the education part, but I understand not everyone is that passionate about it. So they're not, yeah. they're not bothered. Like, it's just like, oh, mate, this guy told me this thing it? was going to... Mm. I know. <laughs> but one of the biggest investments that you're going to make in your life, you know, whether it be 300000 500000 sometimes a million dollar investment, um, you know, a lot of people go into it pretty relaxed. And um, that was just a little bit astounding to me that, you know, you were getting... I guess, um, you know, you're getting guidance from someone that wasn't really um, independent to you. And and from that, I guess the interest grew. And then um, I had a mentor um, within that investment space that basically said, Matt, I, I really think that you should be doing this. I think you'd be great at it. Um, so I just decided to take the plunge. And I guess when I started, um, you know, the buyer's agent space, I mean, it's still very much in its infancy. But Absolutely it is. Yeah. I, I mean, it was it was it was common and well-known in Sydney and it was well-known within, you know, small investment market, mm. um, I guess, community groups, which which I was aware of. But here on the Central Coast, like, no one else was doing no. it. I didn't I didn't know if it would work. I had no clue if it would work. Um, early on, you know, a lot of agents were, were intimidated oh, by, by me and mm. were unsure about the angle that I was coming from. It's interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's nothing like – there's no egos <laughs> in real estate. <laughs> But I, I, I guess so. It was. Yeah. I guess it was untrialled, so it was unmeasured for me. I, yeah. I couldn't leave my job. So and, what were you before this? And say so. I was working um, in a corporate role. So yes. had I was in there for over ten years. Mm. Um, I guess very secure job, whatever that means these days. Yeah. Um, I was. I was in a very comfortable position. Mm. I guess I had a, a, a decent salary mm. and. It gave me um, it, it gave me some really really good skills like more on the project management yeah. side that transitioned into my role now. Mm. Um, so let's talk about the transition of the role right now. So you've you've come from corporate. So your qualifications in this now, you're a licensed estate agent, or yep. how how far did we go? Because there's there's the member of Pippa here who I thought was your wife, but Pippa's not your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Pippa's the governing one of the governing bodies. Plus you're also I uh, got the advisory part as well. Just tell us a bit about that, mate. Yeah, awesome. So I'm a class one real estate holder, as as anyone needs to be if they run their own company. Yes. So, so I hold that. Um, also, I'm a member of PIPA, who are the Property Investment Professionals of Australia, um, but I'm also recognised as a qualified property investment advisor. So that's some additional study that, you know, it isn't compulsory in, mm -hmm. this, in this line of works, although... I'm a big believer that it should be. If you're I think a, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, ab wow. Absolutely. So that's no small feat. Um, you know, a huge amount of study and, and you know, um, assessments need to be handed in um, with that and they obviously all get graded and marked. Um, it's probably, you know, I think in terms of time frame, they usually recommend it around two years to allow two years of, of basically part-time study to, mm -hmm. to become a QPIA. So, oh, wow. So it's not just a three-month crash course online and away you go. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it, it, it can take – I mean, you do it in your own time, but they, a, a guide is around two years. Mm -hmm. um, I, 
I had a certain goal to sort of do it within 12 months and then my wife Jackie fell pregnant and I thought, shit, I better get this done before the baby <laughs> arrives. So I managed to squeeze it in about six months. So I was just very, very just hyper-focused just yeah. to get all the modules done, get through all the content and all the all, yeah. all the workbooks and whatnot. Nothing like the motivation of a pregnancy, is oh, it? Oh, mate, that, I'll tell you, that is a line in the it sand. Is. It is, absolutely. But yeah, so obviously QPIA, but in terms of um, the transition, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are no, uh, I guess, official accreditations that I carried from from my last my last job other mm-hmm. than skill sets you know yeah. of, of talking to different people um, understanding how um, you know to project manage situations and and certainly I think the biggest thing for me coming out of that corporate space and even my sporting background was just understanding and accepting that other people have other professions and you're best just to leverage on those guys so what I mean by that is obviously within the buying space you've got the sales agent who plays their role yeah um, you've got the buyer who plays their role then you've got your solicitor or conveyancer your pest and build so obviously I oh, leverage great analogy yeah I like it <laughs> I leverage on all of those guys Team. just like you do in the project management and just like you do in in, in the sporting mm. um in a sporting arena as well right so yeah, you I like just have it. your team and if you even want to extend on that, you know, you've got your financial advisors. Obviously, I can't give financial advice. And then you have your accountant as yeah, well. Yeah, it's so. always for information only, isn't it? Talk to that person. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, the, the corporate um, background definitely gave me that. But um, the corporate background also gave me a, a, a huge um, hunger to go and do something outside of um, that corporate space. I just wasn't overly fulfilled there. Mm. Um, you know, in, in a big corporation that I was in, you, you don't always get, look, you don't always get the accolades or the pay that reflects your work, whether of that's course. really good or really bad. Um, and sometimes if you're in a, in a negative and toxic environment, you know, it can be a bit of a drag going to work. And oh, it's just, the old water cooler. Yeah, yeah. it's torture. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that stuff kick me along to be like you know what i don't want to do this anymore like i've been here over 10 years like i can almost see my future when i'm 60 and i'm walking out that door or whatever um so yeah and look i mean naturally i'm someone that's pretty um you know i'm extremely driven and and i'm always looking to try and better myself or you know look at new avenues and i'm very ambitious um so yeah i guess the corporate space just didn't fulfill those yeah fair those desires it was a nice stepping stone to where you are so just just come back just loop back a little bit with me for a second so just on the you know real estate license and, and pippa so you've actually by the sound of it taken the extra step so i'm I'm kind of taking it here The most buyers agents don't have that or is that something that's they're going after now or are you sending a new benchmark for, for buyer agents who are potentially listening to this podcast? Yeah, look, good question. Um, look, I think, look, so first first and foremost, not all buyers agents are qualified property investment mm. advisors. Yeah. Um, one, either they don't have an interest in, in becoming one. Um, they don't need to be a, a QPIA to buy property for people. Right. They just need to hold that license, the real estate license. Um but if you're advising um, clients or, or people to invest in certain properties um, independently, I think you absolutely should be yeah. a qualified property investment advisor. I think it's a, it's a requirement um, and it's something that people are absolutely pushing for. Unfortunately, um, at the moment, you know, the Australian government don't have you know, there aren't regular, they're not regulating or, or there aren't any legislations mm-hmm. around property advising. Yeah. Um, so I think that, and I hope in the future that there is so that people yeah. can get, you know, better guidance and, and I guess 
um, get the right guidance for their needs. So I should just probably touch on it a little bit more. So basically what it is, um, to be a member of PIPA and to be a QPIA, QPIA means that you should absolutely hold the highest of standards. So yeah. with that, we obviously always work independently for our client. So there are no soft cash payments from builders, developers, sales agents, financial advisors, anyone. Yeah. Um, we get paid solely by our client um, because they're the ones that we're advising the, towards. The right? buyer. They're the buyer. The buyer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not only with that, you know, um, as part of our service, we need to provide, you know, property investment reports, which give you accurate market research, give you past um, performances, give the, you know, we really want to give our, our clients really thorough and deep understanding of one, the, the area that we're, that we're recommending for them to, to buy in, mm. um, and two, why it's going to be suitable for them. Because, um, look, when you become educated in this space you realize that number one smith street might not be a great might be a great investment for you for craig fisher but it might be terrible yeah. for me because yeah. my circumstances are different we're at different ages yes you might have five properties this might be my first you might want to have a development desire i might want to buy something low maintenance and the list goes on right yeah. so um it's it's really about identifying um what areas are going to suit our clients needs best for their actual situation yeah yeah absolutely so so as a selling agent myself the one thing that i've seen over the last 15 years in real estate uh, so when I was uh, selling or listing and selling in Melbourne, that's where I noticed the emergence of the buyer agent. So it was a very much a city thing. It was a, it was a Melbourne thing. It was a Sydney thing. But now that it's here on the central coast and there's it probably in the last, I would you say probably the last two years, there's been an emergence of a good handful of you. And in my experience from uh, buyer's agents from outer area, um, they're not always in tune with what's happening in the area because I've got to tell you, as a listing and selling agent, I'm not really in tune with what's happening in Sydney. Mm. So, do, do you know what I mean? And unfortunately for, for uh, the vendors who we service in the selling arena, I think there's actually a bit of a disservice done by buyer's agents coming from Sydney back this way and giving the wrong information about where the client should and shouldn't buy mm. because quite frankly, they don't know Yeah, the Central Coast. Yeah. No, it's a really good point that you raise. And, um, you know, I've obviously got some colleagues in Sydney and they'll leverage on, on my on-the-ground experience and my on-the-ground local knowledge. But um, I absolutely think you'd be doing your client a, a disservice if you're buying property in, in an area like the Central Coast here and and you don't have, like, you know, intimate detail mm. of, of the Central Coast and what it offers. And a lot of people that we help coming out of Sydney – will call up, you know, they'll book in a time and say, look, we want to move to the Central Coast. And I'll say, great, um, what areas are you thinking or do you want to send me through some properties that you're considering um, to buy? They'll send me something at Yumina, something at Wyong, and then something at Nora Head. <laughs> and I'm like... That's quite a large landscape well, right there, it's isn't massive, it? Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, we've just picked these because they're close to the M1, for example. Yeah. It's just like those three suburbs, completely different demographics. Yes. You're like, you are going to have a completely different experience on the Central Coast in those three areas. Like we Absolutely. really need to narrow it down. And I think just going back to what you're saying about um, the buyer's agents coming from out of area mm. and getting their clients to buy here on the coast, they're also unaware of, of that. Just yeah. like me, I, I wouldn't buy in Sydney. I have yes. no idea what's happening south yeah. of Carrion or, you know, sort of yeah. um, south of the Hawkesbury Bridge. So I, I don't even venture down there at all. Yeah. Um, 
for a whole range of reasons, but but that probably being the first reason. I just don't have that intimate knowledge of what the difference is between being on the east of the bridge, the north on the bridge, south of the bridge. I'd have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all I'm, and by the way, I I'm all from it. Anyone coming from other areas and doing other things, but I guess all I'm saying, Matt, is be informed. Yeah, hundred. When you get be informed, that's yep. that's 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 all I'm saying. Yep. So your buy agent services are they just for the central coast, or are we are we further afield? And I'm also going to ask then about investment. So from the investment information, because it seems to be you've opened up a whole other world that even I didn't know about there, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, good question. So I guess we have almost two services within our within our business, right? So the owner occupier space um, absolutely only focused on the central coast, like what we just touched on. If you're going to buy someone a home that they're going to live in, you really need to know the details of, of each area. That, that you know, that's what I think. Um, but also, it goes without saying, do a little bit of investment stuff here on the Central Coast as well, provided that this area is going to work well for our client. Okay, and what I mean by that is, you know, their risk appetite, their their purchase price, their yield, um, what their overall strategy is. If yeah. that's aligned with the Central Coast, we'll buy investment yeah, properties here. Um, but in terms of... Are you getting a lot of that at the moment with the way pricing is? Mate, we are actually. Mm. Um, a, a lot of clients will come out of Sydney or even local people that don't have the appetite or the risk appetite to want to invest interstate. They mm. prefer to invest somewhere that they are a little bit familiar with. Yeah, so um, backyard. Yeah, yeah you know, um, and, and, you know, I respect that. I, I do let them know that as a QPIA, you know, we, we look at all markets across Australia, but if you're only comfortable to invest within your own area, let's try and do the best we can within this within sure. this area. With the budget you got. Sure. Exactly. Mm. But in saying that, um, the Central Coast stacks up incredibly well, um, you know, in certain areas from an investment standpoint. Obviously, halfway between Newcastle and Sydney, you know, there's a huge mm. amount of population growth here. I, th- I would hate to see the data now. I'm sure it's skyrocketed yeah. on the back of co- on the back of COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, great infrastructure, very diverse economy, um, and then obviously you've got the lifestyle drivers, affordability. Um, yeah, it, go- it goes on, right? Um, but I guess outside of the Central Coast, you know, we we buy nationally for clients because sometimes people will come to us with a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget or a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget, and it's just not possible to buy a high-performing asset in this area with that type of budget. Not for 350000 No. Is that a deposit right now? <laughs> yeah, it's would be close, wouldn't we? Some areas yeah. it is. But th- those types of investors, they shouldn't be discounted out of the, out of the property market because we look at, um, when we're doing our, obviously, our, our in-house research, we look at um, the property market on a national level and then we filter through those, through those markets and we try and identify the best areas that are going to work um, you know the hardest and work the best for our for our clients. So um, and your clients' needs and the clients' needs, yeah, which yeah. is critical. Yeah. And I mean, look, we're not we're not just looking at data. We we obviously probably the data and the research um, and trends and what's happening in the market and where government spending's being injected and where private spending is and and all the all the the normal drivers that you'd see within any sort of investment market. We look at all of that stuff. But we also have people on the ground, um, trusted relationships, which again are critical Absolutely. in the areas that we're buying. So we'll have property managers, um, you know, in some cases, some sales agents that we that we know within the industry, and in, in a lot of cases, other buyers agents as well, doing on the ground stuff for us to say, Matt, stay away from John Street. That's no good. But this street, three three. Um, blocks away you know caroline street or whatever yeah. that's that's great yeah. <laughs> so um 
you know, it, it's it's about marrying up the the data and, and what's happening, um, you know, from an investment standpoint, as well as what's happening on the ground um, to try and sort of get the best outcome for for yeah. our for our clients. And you know, those those guys on the ground will do our walkthrough videos. They'll do everything that we need um, in order for us to feel comfortable. It's been very difficult to obviously fly into state for the last nearly mm. eighteen months. Um, so we've had to get a little bit more creative with um, with with how we sort of navigate our way through those um, through those markets. Mm. That's a, an extraordinary level of detail that you're, you're putting towards that, it really is. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, mate. Um, and look, it's a, it's a <laughs> again, it's a, it's a huge investment for people, mm. you know, and... Um, Something you don't take lightly either by the sound of it? No, of course not. And, and I mean, look, I, I grew up on the Central Coast, which is... Um, it's given me great awareness of um, reputation and what, what people know. Small place of Central Coast, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. Um, so I guess I've always sort of had that view and mindset and, and I very much understand that, you know, it, it, you know, the, the word travels, whether it's positive or negative. So um, for us, it's critical that, you know, we, we go through all of our checklists and we present all the information that we need to to our clients and ultimately they're feeling comfortable and also, for us, we want to make sure that they're going to get a good outcome, right? Absolutely. Um, so. Absolutely. All right. Well, so just uh, final two things. Uh, number one tip for your buyer. Number one tip for the buyer. Um, anyone out there, I would say get educated um, if you have the desire to and the passion to. If you don't want to get educated, engage an independent professional to help you get a good outcome. Yeah, great information. Um, yeah. I, I mean, look uh, – when I was young, I didn't understand that everyone, you know, not everyone wanted to understand the whole investing game and the whole property market thing. Um, it's not everyone's cup of tea, which is fine. But I really think um, if, if you have the desire to, to absolutely educate yourself. But if you don't, leverage off a professional. Absolutely. I, I just see it too often. People just getting good good outcomes. I mean, you wouldn't sell your house in today's market without engaging a good sales agent. No, absolutely. And tell, no, absolutely not. No, no, absolutely. And me, look, as a listing and selling agent, again, if I was to go outside this area, mate, I'd be straight on to someone else. Would, wouldn't be doing it myself. Absolutely. That's for sure. And hotspot. Next hotspot for a... Everyone wants to know the the next spot, the next spot. Uh, if there's one suburb they could chase. Look, if there's one suburb they could chase, look, I would say, um, as Ben Kingsley from the Property Couch says, follow the money. So what I mean <laughs> by that is where is the government spending being spent, um, where is private money being spent, where, where is their jobs growth, um, and certainly where, where are those high-paying jobs as well. So, you know, nearing the, the major capital cities. Um, I will say at the moment we are investing in and around sort of the Moreton Bay area of Queensland, um, regional centre of Queensland, which we really like, Toowoomba as well. Ah, good um, spot. Yep. Mm. Um, also another regional town that we've really liked recently and had some, you know, our clients have had great success is Bendigo in Victoria and also parts of Adelaide as well. It's done very, very well over the last 24 oh, months. Yeah, yeah, is that right? Yeah. What's going on over there? What's um, look, they've got the Tonsley University down there, the uh, Tonsley Innovation Centre down there, which is um, groundbreaking for, for Australia in terms of um, startups and, and, and new sort of um, ideas, um, incredibly um, intelligent people working there. Um, obviously, there's, they've got a, a, um, the major defence um, force down there as well, um, as well as they have the space station too. So there's oh, some big jobs yeah, down there. Right. And also on the back of COVID, they've benefited hugely because a lot of people would traditionally, you know, they would, they would basically educate themselves within Adelaide and maybe finish uni and then they'd, they'd fly over and work in Melbourne or work in Sydney, right? Mm. 
Um, but now from COVID, a lot of those people have now gone back, back home, home and yeah, they've got the high paying jobs and now working from home. So it's also benefited there um, quite well. So look, I will say um, if you probably sat down here with another QPIA, he might have another four yeah, of he or she might have four or five other suburbs that they like. Yeah. But for us and, and the research that we look at, you know, they, they seem to stack up pretty well. All right. Well, thanks for sharing, mate. And thanks for the chat. Much appreciated. Of course. Thanks for having me, mate. Thank you. Great to know you've tuned in to this episode of Let Me Introduce. That was buyer's agent Matt Sharp from Sharp Property Buyers. Matt knows how hard it can be to find the right property, whether it be your forever home or an investment. That's why Sharp Property Buyers exists. They are here to help you with all the complicated steps like searching, inspecting and negotiating so you don't have to. They are here on the ground to do the legwork for you. Contact Matt and his team at Sharp Property Buyers today to help you find your next property at www.sharpproperty.com.au. To listen back to all the episodes, the playlist can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So let's keep it moving. My number one takeaway from this interview that can be applied to the real estate place. Buyers should be represented by an independent professional when purchasing a property, just as a seller should be represented by an independent professional when selling. Thanks for tuning in to the Let Me Introduce podcast. And remember, if you've got any questions about buying or selling real estate, feel free to reach out and give me a call on your preferred communication platform. Till next month, let me introduce real people, real community, real estate agents, your host, Craig Fisher.